Blog Talk Radio. There's a direct relationship between having the businesses and being in prison. Go find an Asian, see how many Asians you can find in American prisons. They ain't going to be in there. But 51% of your prison will be black because you don't, blacks don't have any businesses and industries. There's a direct link. Blacks won't practice group economics. Blacks won't practice group politics. If you don't practice, you're setting yourself up. I told that five-story building, you're setting yourself to get wiped out. Understand the nature of race, which is economics. If you, if you build the first floor, it's economic. Build your businesses and your industries. Control buildings and industry, and put that pools in your money. And hold that money. And, it's a, and practice group economics <clears throat> with it. Arab and Asian money bounces 12 to 13 times for at least. Jewish money bounces 18 times. Black folk got to learn how to practice group economics. Black Americans spend every penny they get outside their own community. Then you take the money and the wealth that you get from that first floor and go to the second floor. The second floor is politics. You then take that money on the first floor and you control your politics. Black folk must quit allowing people to tell them to go out and vote. Vote for what? Nobody's going to do anything for black folk in politics. Politics is controlled by money. Major corporations who got the money. That's what controls politics. If you have no money, you have no say-so, you have no benefits coming. So you take your money and you control and you take your money from the first floor, you buy every politician on the second floor. And any politician you can't buy, you rent or lease them to get what you need. Then once you get the second floor under control with the politician, with your money, then you go to the third floor. The third floor is then is the police department and the court system. You take your money from the first floor and your politics on the second floor and you control the court system and the police department. Then the fourth floor, you t- the fourth floor then is media. You then take the money that you generate off the first floor from business and industries <clears throat> and you go after radio stations, TV stations, newspapers, and cable systems so that you can now inform and communicate with your own people. Right now, <clears throat> black folk only control less than 35,000 of 1% of the media in the United States. Out of 12,000 radio stations, black folk own about something like about 75 or 80. That's all. You own no cable systems. You don't have a daily newspaper. You have nothing of importance. You don't. You got about one black TV station. And you, so you can't communicate with your people. You can't inform your people. You can't do anything. You can have Rush Limbaugh and all the rest of the guys talking about racism all day long and bad-mouthing you. And O'Reilly, they can talk, call black folk all kind of names all day long. What are you going to do? You can't respond. You can't even communicate with your own people because you, you don't have an economic base. 51% of all the prisoners in the United States are black people. You know, even though you only make up 12% of the population. That's no accident. It's because you don't control the economics and the politics. And they're going to go after the weakest people they can get their hands on to incarcerate them. That's the black folk. And what are you going to do in response to them when they, when they, over, when they, when they over incarcerate you? You're going to go out and have a march or demonstration. We're going to march. March what? Who cares? Marching has never changed anything. All right. We have a, another short edition of uh, It's My House Day. We did a Brief on yesterday, this one might be even shorter than yesterday. Today's podcast is titled Pockets of Freedom, Pockets of Freedom. Um, the Pockets of Freedom concept, at least the first time I heard it, was from an architect named Mike Reynolds. Uh, Mike Reynolds uh, coined the term Earthship. Earthships are basically dwellings or homes or houses, whatever you want. But they're houses. Okay. They look like houses. Uh, I've been in two of them. Um, They're basically houses that are, or homes, rather, 
dwellings, dwellings, dwellings or shelters that are made up of the, the building materials or things that people throw away. It could be um, tin cans, bottles, um, uh, worn out tires, that type of thing. I, I went to a workshop once, seven day long workshop where we built an earthship cottage. Um, and essentially, and these, these places, well, we built the cottage, but the big one where we were had the, the workshop at, it, um, it you know, had a living room, kitchen, bathroom, uh, all the stuff you would have in a normal house. Well, not quite, but almost. Uh, but it was a family lived there, and you had people that had to, as a matter of fact, look at the earthships. But anyway, uh, built out of things that people threw away. The foundation, we took used tires or weren't no good tires, blown out tires or whatever, and then packed them full of earth. That's called ramp earth. Uh, packed a number of those in, and then that's how we laid a foundation and then um, – Used straw bailing and tin cans, bottles and all that, and then covered it over with cob, which is essentially mud. But anyway, Mike Reynolds coined the term earthship. And um, this would come under the, the um, I guess, the term extreme housing. Tiny houses would come under that, too. So the concept um, of tiny houses, as a matter of fact, extreme housing, any kind of extreme house, it could be a tree house, a tiny house, anything that, that's not regulated would be, come under the, the, the banner of extreme housing. All right. So Mike Reynolds, and he was an architect. Matter of fact, if you go on YouTube, I don't know if it's still free on YouTube, but it still might be. Um, if not, you can rent it on Amazon or buy it on Amazon or, or, or YouTube. Um, and we'll try to get a clip of that on here maybe tomorrow. Yeah, because tomorrow's Friday or Monday. Uh, he did a documentary called Garbage Warrior, where he essentially built these homes, these dwellings called earthships, my, they're, they're earthships, not houses. They look like extreme houses, and they are a form of extreme housing, but for regulation or building code references, they're extreme houses. Anyway, uh, and matter of fact, but Mike Reynolds, he was an architect. They took his license away for a time for this extreme, you know, extreme this this concept of earthships. Or extreme building. Anyway, he's got it back now. He's a rock star in, in um, various earthship, uh, not earthship communities, but uh, architect communities. But anyway, he came up with the concept um, pockets of freedom. So pockets of freedom are essentially, oh, and like I said, you can look up the film uh, Garbage Warrior. Very good documentary. But pockets of freedom are essentially Places where you can build your home the way you want to build it. Uh, and typically, these are in places where there is little or no building code regulations. 
So if you can, go online. Now, not all pockets of freedom are listed. Uh, there are countries where, like, you can go to Haiti, from what I understand. In most of that country, you can basically do what you want to do. Uh, here in the United States, there are counties. These are typically counties that have very small populations, and oftentimes they're in remote locations of these small, smallly populated areas. You know, you're not going to find a pocket of freedom in a place like New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Diego. Forget it. But once again, the more people, the more regulation with everything. Pocket of freedom. So for for many of the projects that we'll be dealing with, they'll be in pockets of freedom. So anyway, I wanted to put that idea out there to you today. Look it up on um, look it up online. Pockets of freedom. Uh, there's a map, but that map is dramatically incomplete. And um, check out the film Garbage Warrior. Maybe we might have a clip or two of it tomorrow. And um, because that's very important if you want. And then typically the property tax in those places are like extremely low. Like in a place like Chicago, you might pay a thousand to ten thousand dollars a year for property taxes, depending on what, what area of the city that you might live in in Chicago or San Diego or wherever. Uh, whereas in a place where there's a pocket of freedom, you, your property tax might be $100 or less. For acres of land, you know, it could be 10, 20 acres of land, and you're paying $100 or less a year. So um, in any event, look it up, Pockets of Freedom. We'll be back tomorrow with more information and hopefully some audio on that. On that note, everyone have a good rest of the day.